everybody. Welcome back to the Insightful Fingers podcast. We've all heard about ambition, but who can definitively say they know what it is? Some philosophers have seen ambition as virtuous, while others have seen it as pernicious. Does ambition merely produce outward success with only little personal fulfillment? If this were the case, ambition produces perhaps nothing but a pyrrhic victory whereby success is only achieved with monumental loss. In discourse over the ages, disparaging comments regarding ambition certainly are plentiful. Seneca noted that ambition is like a gulf. Everything is swallowed up in it and buried inside the dangerous consequences of it. Thomas Otway wrote that ambition is a lust that's never quenched and grows more inflamed and matter by enjoyment. T.S. Eliot wrote that ambition fortifies the will of man to become ruler over other men. It operates with deception, cajolery, and violence. It is the action of impurity upon impurity. But maybe there are some positive outcomes of ambition. And science is a valid avenue for determining if this is the case. The current issue is that Ambition is an infrequently studied concept, but this episode today will discuss one great study on ambition, the first that really addressed the need for clearer definitions of ambition and the causes and consequences of it. In most of the scientific articles on ambition before this paper, ambition had been discussed in contexts outside of personal achievement, like in studies of parental and political ambitions, and Ambition would get collectivized as corporate or national ambition. So no studies really got at what is personal ambition, but this study did. So all credit to this study, which is the only source for this episode. It's Judge and Kameyer Mueller, 2012, on the value of aiming high, the causes and consequences of ambition. So... Let's define ambition first of all. Ambition is typically seen as a desire to achieve ends, especially ends like success, power, and wealth. Central to these definitions uh, that have been proposed about ambition is the aspirational nature of ambition. There is some kind of a motivational process at work oriented towards the attainment of outcomes. You aspire to achieve something when you're ambitious. Nearly all the definitions in the psychological literature include habitual setting of goals or goal striving. So after looking at all of these definitions of ambition in the literature, the authors of this paper defined it as the persistent and generalized striving for success, attainment, and accomplishment. So they really sought out to figure out what causes ambition and what are the consequences or the results of ambition. So the first hypothesis they proposed about what causes ambition is is that conscientiousness will lead to ambition. Conscientiousness has been found to reflect higher levels of organization and direction of behavior toward goals. The researchers hypothesized then that this sense of organization and direction will result in an ambitious person who aspires to achieve success. Their second hypothesis was that extroversion will lead to ambition. Individuals who are higher in extroversion are more likely to put a high level of importance on economic attainment. 
extroversion is also significantly related to confidence for many domains of career performance achievement. Also, individuals who have high levels of activity and sociability in childhood have been found to have higher levels of career orientation later in life. Research suggests that extroverts may have a stronger desire for these worldly successes and have more confidence in achieving goals. And this may be what leads them to higher levels of ambition. Now, my only counter to this would be that sometimes it's the extroverts who are, for instance, the partiers. And these types of people, they sometimes gain fulfillment from non-personal endeavors, whereas it's the introverts who are actually dedicated to their own missions. That's just my take. I haven't looked at the uh, background research, but that's from my observation. But that anyway, that is the second hypothesis they made is that it's extroversion, not introversion, that will lead to ambition. Their third hypothesis is that neuroticism and anxious thinking will reduce levels of ambition. Individuals who are neurotic are prone to worry and have doubts. Therefore, they will be less likely to set ambitious targets for success because they believe that these targets won't even be met. Neurotic individuals are also more likely to see the future in negative ways, and they're more likely to have negative expectations for how things will work out. Researchers have demonstrated that individuals who are higher in neuroticism report lower levels of workplace confidence. Because of this, it is likely that they will be less prone to set ambitious goals for themselves because they are less likely to believe that these goals are realistic for them. So what is also consistent with this argument too is that these individuals who are neurotic, who have high levels of anxiety, in childhood have been found to have less career-related desires later in life. So more anxious, more, uh, less ambitious is what the researchers propose. My counter to this hypothesis, though, as well, would be sometimes it could be those who worry the most, who strive the most for a sense of security and have an ambition to attain the security they never had because they're, they're so anxious all the time. They want to get some sense of security. They want to get that big house. They want to get that money. They want to do these things to gain security. So maybe it could have been the other way around. But anyway, that's what the researchers proposed, that anxious people will have less ambition. Hypothesis four was that general mental ability will lead to ambition. Individuals who have characteristics that are likely to lead to success, like high mental ability, may be more ambitious because they have a greater expectation of achieving success. This is what's proposed by the famous psychologist Albert Bandura in his social cognitive theory. People exert more effort toward a goal if they believe that they will achieve it. So if they have this high IQ, high mental ability, it may give them more of a belief that they're even capable of achieving goals. And then this will just make them more ambitious. It's kind of simple um, on the face of it, but it did, of course, take... Uh, great break scientific breakthroughs to uh, establish this as a, a as a supported theory also in this same line because of the promise individuals with high mental ability show very early in life these children are encouraged to achieve success and set ambitious goals from such an early age 
just through the expectations of others. So just having a high mental ability may make other people kind of almost make you ambitious to achieve high goals because they see your mental ability and they push these high expectations on you. So this is why I don't really have a counter to this one. If you have high mental ability, it does seem like you will be more ambitious. Hypothesis five uh, in this research was that parents' occupational prestige will lead to ambition. So the more successful the parent is in their career, the more ambitious the kid is going to be. So the researchers said that if one's parents have demonstrated occupational or work or career success, the children may form an ambitious goal to equal these parental accomplishments. If both your parents are doctors, are you going to have no ambition at all? You'll probably have some, at least some type of ambition just merely because that's what you're surrounded with. That's who both your parents are. So they've shown you that you can achieve this if you work hard. So maybe the, the occupational status of your parents, the high occupational status will allow you to be more ambitious. Families act as powerful socialization agents. They really shape children's values with respect to work and educational success. So this is why the researchers hypothesized this because what, what the child sees growing up, they see both their parents in these prestigious positions. They'll maybe shoot for the stars a little more than uh, kids with parents who have less prestigious careers. My only counter to this as well, though, would be that ambition sometimes seems to come from not having things and from an actually difficult upbringing rather than both your parents being, uh, being doctors in a prestigious position. You look at the rose out of the concrete situations when a rose, look at Kendrick Lamar. I mean, his parents weren't both doctors. I mean, he's one of the greatest musical artists that I've ever heard. So he clearly had some type of an ambition to be great or he wouldn't be where he is today. I mean, you can point to so many influential people who are like this, especially in hip hop, as I, as I mentioned with Kendrick Lamar, some of the best artists seem to have come from nothing and have some kind of an unmatched drive to be something that they were never supposed to be. Their parents were never anything special, but they have some kind of a desire to be that. Their ambition certainly never came from their parents' prestigious jobs. Sometimes difficult and strenuous circumstances create something special in people. It creates some kind of a drive that can't really be predicted. But some people just seem to get this drive nonetheless. But the very fact that this path to ambition can't be predicted is likely why scientific papers like the one we're talking about today don't consider it. Science only concerns itself with predictable, predictable, excuse me, occurrences, whereby answers are found only through experimentation and observation. So although science is the human's best route to objective knowledge, it can never adequately account for the scope of all events that happen on Earth. If there's a one-off situation like a Kendrick Lamar, you might not be able to really say, uh, oh, if your parents are are down and out and, and, are, and are living in poverty, you'll be ambitious. Because maybe it's just a one-off situation. Or maybe it is a, a little pattern in, in certain areas, but it's not a big enough pattern for it to be scientific. So this is why perhaps the researchers proposed it. It's a safer bet to say, if your parents have a high occupational prestige, then it'll lead to the kid's ambition. It's just a little bit more logical. Now, they also made hypotheses for the consequences of ambition as well. Their first hypothesis was that 
ambition will lead to higher educational attainment. The educational system these days is one of the primary mechanisms by which individuals attain positive rewards for putting in work. So those who have ambitions to succeed in life will often strive to achieve high levels of education. That's just the system we're all put in. So ambitious individuals usually thrive in this educational system. So this is why they hypothesize that ambition will lead to higher educational attainment. Their second hypothesis about what will result from ambition is that ambition will lead to higher income. One of the core features of ambition is a desire to achieve financial success. Talcott Parsons argued that because the United States lacks an aristocracy to signal who is or who isn't a high status individual, wealth has become the main indicator for personal success. It's no longer about being born into success. Money is now the indicator of success in the capitalistic society that so many of us are living in. So for ambitious individuals, achieving personal wealth can be a visible signal that they have attained success. So this is kind of what makes money a common result of ambition. It's kind of just something we, we shoot for in this world that we're living in. In this society, money is just something we shoot for, what ambitious, a lot of ambitious individuals shoot for. Their third hypothesis about the results of ambition is that ambition will lead to career success. A prestigious job is another sign of success that comes from ambition, along with money. Researchers uh, have supported this hypothesis in, in these findings. They found that setting ambitious goals has been linked to shorter durations of unemployment more financial success and greater creative achievement. So based on these previous research results, the researchers in this study hypothesized that ambition will lead to career success. Now, what did the researchers actually find? We've talked about their hypotheses for what causes ambition and their hypotheses for what will come from ambition. But what did they find in their study? Well, counter to the negative viewpoints on ambition that we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, Participants who were more ambitious did not appear to be made miserable by their ambitions, and they didn't seem to have this insatiable desire that could not be quenched uh, as ambitious people. They just, they seemed to actually do pretty well mentally. The researchers found that individuals who were more ambitious had higher levels of attainment in both educational and work domains, and this success was associated with higher levels of life satisfaction and longevity. So counter to what we were, what uh, those writers were saying earlier, ambition doesn't seem to break you down based on this result. It actually leads to higher life satisfaction and longevity. These results indicate that ambition does not create a feeling of unquenchable desire for unattainable outcomes. And it runs counter to what those like Otway said. He said, ambition is a lust that's never quenched and grows more inflamed and matter by enjoyment. That's not what the results of this study showed. The results, the researchers also found a fairly weak relationship actually between ambition and intrinsic su success or fulfillment. Perhaps 
The educational and career successes garnered by ambition cause individuals to compare themselves not to who they beat out by being so ambitious, but rather to others on their exact same level, thus nullifying any satisfying effects these successes might have produced. Research has found that we do tend to compare to others in our strata, in our same level. Even if you have a huge house in a beautiful community, you actually tend to compare your house to your neighbor's house. Maybe he just built, he or she just built a bigger one. And then you're going to feel bad about yourself, even though you're an ambitious individual who worked to get this big house in this big community, you still might not get that fulfillment, that intrinsic success, feeling of intrinsic success, because you're still making these upward comparisons. Such are the never ending, uh, things that happen in this hedonic treadmill that we're in. We're just trying to get to the next level, but we're always comparing to people on our level anyway. So maybe this is why researchers didn't find that ambition led to an, uh, a feeling of intrinsic success or fulfillment. If you can remember from the hypotheses too, the researchers proposed that neuroticism would lead to ambition based on the premise, or excuse me, would reduce uh, ambition based on the premise that those who experience high levels of anxiety lack self-confidence and that they would be less prone to setting ambitious life goals for themselves. The researchers did find this to be the case. If you're an anxious individual, neurotic individual, you're not going to be as ambitious. But the result was not actually very strong in magnitude. A relationship was also found between parental socioeconomic status and ambition. So this is kind of like the uh, your parents have a prestigious job, you're going to be more ambitious. This suggests that individuals with successful parents are, of course, more ambitious. And there are a variety of ways that this generational transmission of ambition might take place. One possibility is that children whose parents achieve success see their parents as role models for their own behavior. Kind of like what I was talking about with your parents are both doctors. Those are your role models. If, if doctors are your role models, you might just become a doctor too. But it also may be that ambitious parents simply just have children <clears throat> who are genetically predisposed to be ambitious given the voluminous literature demonstrating the genetic transmission of all these other personality traits, this possibility that it's just a genetic inheritance cannot be discounted. It's the nature nurture thing. Every time I see <clears throat> a kid being like their parents, I do reflexively think to how their parents raised them, but it could just be that they have similar genes to their parents. Other findings of this study is that conscientiousness and extroversion do lead to ambition, and ambition does predict life success. Now, what about for future research that they suggested? Well, future research might consider the potential dark side of ambition that so many writers seem to see, that we talked about at the start of the episode. The study demonstrated that individuals who are ambitious are more likely to obtain success by attaining a higher degree of education, by holding higher prestige and higher wage jobs, and having a satisfying life. But it, this study was not able to show that the actions that these ambitious individuals take are good in achieving these ends. They might have found that some of the results of ambition are good and positive for your health, but they didn't actually look at the actions taken to get there. And maybe that's why 
these ambitious individuals aren't always fulfilled. Maybe they went down the wrong road to achieve certain things. It may be that there is a more pernicious aspect to ambition that was not considered in this study. So future research should investigate whether individuals who are more ambitious enact some kind of cutthroat strategies as part of their journey towards success, or if they just get ahead by working harder and longer than others. The quotes in the introduction certainly suggest that many ind intellectuals have seen ambition in a negative light as a single-minded drive to accomplish intrinsic success at the expense of other areas of one's life. And maybe this is the case, but maybe science isn't the tool to determine if it is. Thank you for listening to this episode, everybody. Appreciate it, as always. If you liked it, the best thing you can do, just share it with someone else. Uh, text it to them, share them the link, or tell them about it. We are growing through word of mouth. Um, thank you guys, as always. The Insightful Thinkers Podcast, in-depth analysis, diverse set of topics. We'll see you guys next week. This podcast is a production of Insightful Thinkers Media.